from the Ledger Newsroom in Lakeland, Florida, this is Backcourt Violation, our weekly podcast bounces across the basketball universe with your host, Brady Fredrickson. Now, Backcourt Violation. Welcome back to a backcourt violation. I'm Brady. It is you're listening today. This is March 6th. Uh, we're talking NCAA tournament for local teams. It's been forever since I've done one of these, but we're recording today from conference room studio a, which is just better known as our conference room at the ledger, but sounds a lot fancier. We have a lot of nice equipment. Uh, you can probably hear my extra allergy nasally voice a lot clearer today um but yeah we're going to talk about these four teams that made the the postseason uh both the southeastern men and women will play in the nai tournament while both florida southern men and women will play in the ncaa tournament uh the southeast women will be the first team up they play wednesday um you know that should be the team to look at as the one that can make a run the longest. I think both the women's teams, both Florida Southern and Southeastern, are the ones that have uh, the biggest runs in them. Uh, But Southeastern's the number one seed overall. Uh, They open against Cornerstone, uh, a school from Michigan. Uh, Cornerstone only made the tournament because they won their conference tournament. Uh, You know, they've got some good wins, but they aren't a strong team, and Southeastern should cruise past them. Um, But it'll be interesting to see how far southeastern goes i would expect them to make it to monday or tuesday at the final four of the uh, national championship game but the way they play and the way they have you know their faults are are very minor but you know if they run into a team that can shoot the three point three shoot that that can shoot three pointers well against their zone and combine that with you know forcing turnovers and you know giving them problems on both and i don't think southeastern has faced a team this year that's been able to give them problems offensively and defensively. And that will be something that they'll eventually run into here. And it's something that they ran into uh, last year when they fell to, I believe, Marion in the Elite Eight. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this team is better than last year. You know, they're both undefeated, but this one really has, you know, the depth. They have a bench. Uh, they have, you know, shooters. It's really – it may not be as experienced as last year, but I think top to bottom talent-wise, they uh, are better this year. And that should be a big – you know, thing coming this time of year when, you know, experience matters, but I think maybe I'm in the minority, but I think talent really kind of shows itself at these lower levels because, you know, a lot of teams in small college basketball play together for two or three or four, you know, their entire careers together. But, you know, if you don't have an otherworldly talent or, you know, a star to lead you, you know, that doesn't always translate to success and, you know, I don't think there's a better player at the NAI level than Anna Richter. So, you know, Southeastern has that going for them. Um, the men, however, kind of snuck in. I think they would have made the tournament regardless of whether they won the Sun Conference tournament, but they, you know, strung together three really good wins. Um, I've got a good story running on them later this week about how they turned their season around after losing five conference games in a row to start the conference season. Um, you know, they're a seven seed. They will face third seed of Warner Pacific, not to be confused with warner university down in lake wales but um you know warner pacific's a three seed they've got experience in the tournament i think they've been in it they weren't they missed the tournament last year but they were in it two years prior to that uh the the, the two years prior to that 
Uh, they have two good big men and a guard does a good job creating for himself and others. And so, you know, RJ Barst, the head coach, has told me this a handful of times this year, and now his players are kind of echoing the same sentiment. But you see teams in the Sun Conference, and you know it may not be the greatest conference top to bottom, but it has so many different types of teams. There are athletic, quick trapping teams. There are teams that are based around size, teams based around shooting, and you really don't face the same style every night. And that prepares you for the tournament, and that's what they're going to face this week is if they beat Warner Pacific, they'll face so many different necks, and the style will likely be different. But, you know, the thing about this tournament, the NAI, is that they just put everybody in the same location, similar to the Division One NCAA, whereas Florida Southern will play in a south region where they'll play, you know, eight teams that maybe they've played, maybe they haven't played, but they're all familiar with, and that's a big deal. Sometimes you look at teams and you see similarities or you see – something you saw in them at the start of the year, in which case Florida Southern played Lee, a team in their division, uh, earlier this year, and that team is in the same bracket for the women. So you know a little bit, but, you know, Southeastern doesn't know anything about Warner Pacific, but what they've learned over the past week. So it'll be interesting to see how they do. I think that team has a lot of talent. I think they've got great guards. And as long as they can get consistent play out of their front court, which has been inconsistent this year, you know, that'll be the key to them making a run. And they play Thursday. Um, Florida Southern, the men play on Saturday. Uh, this is their first uh, NCAA appearance since 2015 when they won the national title. Uh, this team is, you know, 99% different. Uh, two players from that title team are actually still around. Uh, Luke St. Lifer is a, a walk-on. He was the manager on the uh, championship team. And then Tyler Ross, a bench player, a senior this year, he kind of watched the action unfold as a freshman that year um but this is their first appearance since then and it'll be a tough task they face morehouse the number one seed in the south region uh, morehouse plays a lot of guys and they play kind of a number of styles so you can't really plan against just the same five guys doing this or whatever they've you know done in previous games because they're pretty good at changing what they do to the opponent and so as long as florida southern defends which you know, throughout their end of season streak to get into this position, you know, they played defense. That's how they got here. And so as long as that consistency remains, they have a chance, but it'll be tough to upset the number one seed in the region. The Florida Southern women, however, uh, number two in their region, Sunshine State Conference tournament champions and regular season champions, you know, they should make a run too. This is a team that two years ago made a run to the elite eight and that was kind of as a surprise too. This will be a lot more expected if they did make this run. But you know, they're a group that's got experience and they've got you know skill at different positions. Um, but the problem with them, you know, and it comes down to a lot. And this is probably the difference, you know, in a vacuum with Florida Southern and their road versus Southeastern. Their road is that I think Southeastern has more depth. Florida Southern is really relies upon three or four players, and then they have freshmen and younger players who can fill the gaps i think for the mocks to make any sort of run you know to the elite eight or beyond they would need somebody on that bench unit which would include someone like marta aranda who's a freshman who scored eight points in the title game uh, on sunday you know somebody like that to really come out and have a good game or a good stretch of games and i think that would go a long way toward taking pressure off their big three of camille giardina and uh, anya fuchs robotin and uh you know, Jensen Bossage, those three are going to carry the load. But, you know, I think 
a fourth person stepping up. And even if that's uh, Mercedes Claiborne, another starter, you know, somebody else to take that next step, you know, that would go a long way for them. And so, you know, I do think the Florida Summer Women will win two to three games. I think they can get to their regional final and make it to the Elite Eight. You know, I expect Southeastern to, you know, reach the final four at the least. I think they can win it. And, you know, with the men, it's going to come down to how they play on a given day. You know, Southeastern, if C.J. Reese and Ryan Atkins are on their game and, you know, Grant Bryant and Isaac Barsh are good down low, you know, they could definitely, you know, win a game or two and, and, and move on in this tournament. But it's been very infrequent for all four of those guys to play well and they did it the last three games in the sunshine or the sun the sun conference tournament and that could be a sign of things to come but it'll be tough to beat warner pacific and the same goes for florida southern i mean you know they've got jonathan lawton and brett hansen are you know good scorers and then they've got you know slinky jones is a good defender and trey diggs is a good shooter and and there's a lot of pieces but i just it's hard to see teams that don't have a ton of experience putting it together and it's not impossible by any means and sometimes all it takes is you know one good game that's kind of what southeastern you know kind of how they made their run three years ago to the uh, final four was the men just Dwayne Johnson you know willed them there and that's all it took and so we'll see how it goes it won't be uh it'll be exciting to see how things play out and you know who knows maybe next week Tuesday we're talking and there are four teams playing uh either playing four national championships or in the elite eight running. So uh, that's all I've got here for today. Just a short one. Uh, Hopefully the new sound didn't sound too crazy, (laughs) Um, but uh, we will talk next week. We'll recap a lot of what happened this week and hopefully, uh, you know, maybe then I don't know what we're going to talk about. The college basketball season ends. I'm going to tell you about my bracket, which isn't good because my bracket is always bad always bad. All right, guys, that's all I've got this week. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. I'll, I'll talk to you later.